Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact they were meant to make. Just press pause. That is our episode for today. Before I dig into our 1980s retro tape deck, I will play a funny papers. Here you go. So me and the kids were cleaning a vet hospital. And do you remember the movie Meet the Parents, where Jinxie the cat was the infamous toilet-using cat? No, Jinxie did not use the litter box because the cat was more proper than that. Jinxie would rather get up on the basement toilet seat and use the actual toilet like a person. Of course, De Niro did not believe the Ben Stiller character that the cat was peeing on the toilet. Anyway, that was a kind of a joke in the movie. We found Jinxie the cat in this vet hospital. (laughs) I didn't know that cats actually did this. And I, just like in the movie, don't have the eyewitness proof except for a picture that my son took when one of the cats at the vet hospital was on the toilet seat using the bathroom and then I think was drinking out of the toilet. It was something just off, just very interesting that you don't see every day. And so Kenny took a picture of this Jinxie the cat type, showed it to me, and sure enough, there it was, cat on the toilet. There's Jinxie in real life. Well, that toilet flush was Jinxie the cat after she was done. Now let's return to the regular scheduled program of Just Press Pause. Every time I meet with my chamber president for breakfast, great podcast episodes result. The last breakfast with Steven Hunsberger produced Get Comfortable Being Uncomfortable. Why should our August 2021 breakfast be any different? I was sharing with Stephen my recent camping trip and the profound influence my phone has on me. He totally related when I said my goal was to simplify my life. I started the next part of the conversation with this. Stephen, I'm trying to do too much and I'm missing the simple things in life. And I really wasn't missing that much, but I was convicted at camp. I got back and did my best to not return to where I was. I was changed, and I wanted my life to reflect that change. All the things I thought were so important can all wait. My kids are growing up, and they won't wait. It's what are the essential things I need to do to hit our goals, but not steal from this valuable time with my kids. That's the question we should ask ourselves. What are the 80-20 opportunities in our lives. Stephen loved this and wanted to apply that way of thinking to how he runs his chamber. Ken, how can we create more value for our members? How can we get more participation in this post-COVID world? My answer was reflective and originated from my time at camp with no phone, my son, and unlimited time on the lake with kayaks. I told Stephen this, I've had Lyme disease for eight years. 
My bucket is overflowing with health stuff, and my body and immune system has been overwhelmed. I haven't been operating at 100% for many years. It's been more like 60 to 80%. But I've been trying to carry a workload of 90% thinking that I've got a 10% margin. That's not reality. I've been overloading myself without realizing it. The constant need to always have my phone connected is a huge percentage of that. I've had no margin in my life, and this has slowly worn me down. I realized that I had to reverse course. I had to prioritize my health and get back to 100%. I had to look at my workload and start over with a blank sheet of paper or an empty bucket. This was the only way I could take the biggest rocks and fill the bucket until I reached my max level. It's a new approach, and it's simple. Stephen had little to say except to nod in agreement. Stephen COVID has worn us all down. Many of us in the business community are operating on less than 100% with disease, disorder, mental illness, and we're also operating on no margin. Maybe we should come alongside people in the chamber and see how they are doing, see how the chamber can support them gaining margin back. Stephen liked the direction I was going. Then I started how this profound gift of camp and simplicity caused me to think like this. I turned over the table advertisement. The front was full of businesses. The back was all white space. I said, what if we just turned over the page to be all white space, Stephen? What would we allow back on and what would we do based on the knowledge and data we have? This opened a great conversation on connecting with each member to see where the chamber's greatest value was. We even talked about moving the chamber into a service first. Community service chamber, not just serving the businesses, but the businesses taking the lead to serve the community. He thought this was awesome. This could be the piece that was missing. Then I used the following metaphor. Remember the old tape deck. Okay, here comes the 1980s retro tape deck. Here it is. Remember the old tape deck. You have a tape in it that you're listening to. You have five buttons. Which do you press? Do you press play and do what you are doing and hope it works? Or do what you were doing and hope that it works? Either way. Do you press rewind and go back to what you were doing before the pandemic and hope it works? Do you press fast forward to attempt futuristic things and move to a virtual chamber? Do you press stop and eject to remove the tape and put in a new tape completely? I proposed that the chamber use the fifth button that is most underestimated on the tape deck. I stopped for a dramatic effect in talking to Stephen because I knew this metaphor was going well and it was really starting to land. So I asked the question again, which button is the most underestimated on the tape deck? Stephen was thinking about it. Well, it's not the rewind, is it the fast forward? Is it? And the one button that I was holding in the back of my mind, I was ready to say, he wasn't thinking of it. He was thinking, well, I guess... The stop and eject, you know, we need to sometimes stop the program. I said, that's true. And then he kind of thought, well, maybe it's the play. You know, we were just doing what we're doing. Do we just keep running it? Yeah, that's that's true. And I said, but there's still one that you're forgetting. 
He's like, which one is it? He couldn't think of the fifth button. And then I said, Stephen, it's the pause button. Remember that one? You can just press pause and you can assess. Hmm, I need to take a quick break and come right back to it. Unpause, keep listening. Or, I don't like this tape. I'm going to unpause it, stop it, and eject it. Or, I'm going to fast forward or rewind it. Whatever you choose next, the pause was the option that gave you the choice on what to do next. You see, you don't have to stop it because stopping it requires a lot of momentum to be halted and then a lot of momentum to keep going. But a pause keeps it going. It's like a juggler hitting the pause button. You just see all the balls in midair, all three of them, right? But with the stop, it stops the program. The pause button is the most underestimated because you can do something that's not in true reality. You can't actually stop the clown in midair from juggling. But that's essentially what the pause button does. It allows you to stop, assess the scene, and make a good choice based on the information. What is the best stuff, Stephen, to put on the clean white sheet of paper that we just flipped over? Because all those businesses were on the backside right now that they're underneath, and we have a clean white sheet of paper. We can get a blue or red pen, and we can start writing things down about the chamber. Now that the button is paused, we're assessing where we're at. Now we decide which things we're going to implement going forward. And those things are going to be what brings this chamber from the tape deck past the CD, and into the MP3 technology era. Okay, you like what I just did there? I just brought us from the 80s back to the 2010s, essentially. Well, overall, this metaphor definitely landed, and it made Stephen think very deeply. And he liked where I was coming from. He had lots of ideas. I could tell we're starting, starting to flow. And I'll tell you, I never thought I'd ever use an 80s tape deck metaphor for anything. But like I said, this one landed. This one definitely landed. His final comment to me was hilarious. He said, hey, Ken, why do I feel like whenever I talk to you, I feel like I'm drinking from a fire hose? (laughs) I think what he meant by that was you give so much information, I can't even take it all in. So I think that's a compliment. (laughs) Or does it mean that I'm just spraying a ton of water on him and he doesn't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I hope it's the first one. At any rate, I'm just going to say the same thing right back to you. Whatever you're doing right now, whatever program you're playing, however cluttered your sheet of paper is, let's push pause. Let's flip the piece of paper over. Let's draw some things out. What is most important? And before we push unpause, let's assess and let's decide what needs to go on that white piece of paper. And it doesn't have to be the same old thing you've been doing, but it also doesn't have to be where everyone else is going. It could just be the basics. So let's talk about what that could mean inside of your cleaning business. Are you feeling overwhelmed? overload, no margin, pause, assess. Is it your clients causing that? 
are there certain clients causing that, a small percentage? Do you know that 20% of your clients lead to 80% of your happiness? And another 20% of your clients lead to 80% of your misery? Maybe identify those 20%. That could be a good thing to assess. How about employees? Are you having issues with certain employees that are toxic? Do you need to get rid of a few? Do you need to train a few? Do you need to get some of your employees dreaming again to get them motivated? This could be a thing to pause and put on there. What are some big things you can do that are very effective? And what are some big things that you should take off your list that are very ineffective? It's a pause. It's a blank sheet of paper. And it's your business. It might be the same question around your family or your finances or your faith or your fitness slash health. You should assess all your areas. Push pause everywhere and assess. That's all I'm asking. Push pause and assess. Well, thank you so much for checking in to the Smart Cleaning School podcast. Just in case you're feeling any overwhelm or overload in your life, feel free to reach out to me and I'd be glad to talk it over with you, try and give you some suggestions, maybe even help figure out what some of that clutter is or what white space we need to clear and and what to put on that new white space. I'd be glad to talk that through with you. Just go to my website. There's tons of free resources. There's some paid resources on there. Plus, there's the ability to book me for a free coaching call. So take me up on that offer if you need my help. Again, thanks so much for checking in with the Smart Cleaning School podcast today. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.